0: All right. <clears throat> Good boy, Mixie. Good boy. All right. Let's rock and roll. Hello, and welcome into the Section 109 podcast from Studio Breezy. It's Matthew, Mix, Pablo Juan... And we're ready to talk about CFC women's touchdown against Birmingham.
1: Matthew, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. man seven, this, seven goals? like
0: This I'm was a good way to start a doubleheader. It was going to be a really long day. It was always going to be a really long day. And to start that with seven goals? Oh, Mixie, buddy. Come on, buddy. Easy. It's okay, man. Allergies are bad for dogs, too. Uh, Matthew, give me your first thoughts before we get into the lineups and the goals and the whatever else. Uh first thoughts on the on the Birmingham game? Yeah, what, you, what was your emotional reaction first uh, first and foremost going in and then coming out?
1: Uh well, we knew they were going to be bad. Just like straight up. We knew they were going to be bad. They lost 11-0 to to Charlotte Eagles, who were a very very good team. I think they're on top of the the WPSL South Power rankings right now. Um we, we knew we knew they were going to be rough. But we also know that uh that that like Sometimes teams are bad and, and like you still struggle to do things um, or you don't take them seriously and and they can like just bite you a little bit. And 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 like you, you have to control your you have to control yourself. You have to control what you do regardless of who you're playing. And so it's easy to get up for a game like Nashville because you know they're good. Uh, and it can be harder to get up for a game like Birmingham uh, because, you know, they're they're shit. And and that's just like reality. So it was really nice to see us come out. Uh, we made one change um, in in the lineup with Sarah King coming in uh, to start her first game for CFC, and everything else was unchanged. We wanted the continuity. We wanted the a little bit of experience. Um, people have played together literally once. And I thought it worked really well because we were able to, to immediately come out and attack and imme- just not screw around. And, and that's maybe the most important thing is we didn't screw around. We got three goals in 14 minutes and it turned out to be, that's all we were, we were ever going to need. Uh, so I, I was really happy with it. I was there. There were large portions of the game between the third and fourth goal in the first half. And then between the sixth and the seventh goal in the second half where I thought that, yes, we were rotating some players in. And yes, we were you know, doing some different combinations. And, and I'm sure players were taking it a little bit easy as well. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen, for the amount of possession we have, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more quality. Um, but it's really hard to complain when you're nitpicking about something already being up. You know, a bunch of goals.
0: Absolutely. So 7 nothing. Was a wonderful result. I don't care what you say negative about that. Um, I'm listening to nothing else other than seven fucking nothing. All right, so let's go with the starting eleven. Uh Caroline Johnson back for her second start in a row, uh, and her I mean, second season of being the starter now. Yeah. Uh right wing back Bailey Dole, right center back Anna Lanter, center center back Avery Catlett, left center back, Avery Enkles, Angles, Avery Angles. And a left-wing back, KD Johnson. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, it's KD, like Kevin Durant, K-D. Pronounce the initials, K-D. Uh, Samantha Modsley at Central Defensive Midfielder. uh, Central Midfielder, Nadia Ivanchenko, Central Midfielder, Sarah King. Forward, Summer Hernandez. And forward, Ava Van Dorn in a 3-5-2, the same 3-5-2, as you mentioned, that we started against Nashville. On the bench, spoiler alert, everybody played. Kaylee Burrell, Addy Chapman, um, Lupe Diaz, Brianna Hurtado, um, I still don't know how to say St. Louis' first name. Sorry, I'm going to figure that out. Sage Samley, Sa- uh Lucy Sandhoff, Anna Silva, and Emma Webster. I got everybody's first names, and you didn't listen. List any first names, so fuck you, Matthew. Um, <clears throat> let's talk. Let's just go straight to the goals, Matthew. So first of all, we were making subs immediately and quickly because we were scoring immediately and quickly, and we were able to get everybody minutes. So before we talk about any subs, and again, if you haven't seen one of these um, women's game reviews, there's unlimited subs. So we're only going to talk about did they sub in or did they sub out, and like if anything special happened. We're not going to talk about the exact minute they subbed in and whatever else because keeping track of who subbed in when and out is actually impossible. Um, well, it's close to impossible because even if you go back on the stream, you can't always see who is subbed in and subbed out. Yeah. So that's the reality of these reviews. All right, um, first half, first goal, Matthew, is Katie Johnson unassisted, off a corner, uh, keeper saves Johnson's initial shot, and then she follows it up. What do you have to say about this goal?
1: Uh, I mean, like, so number one, we come out of the gate, we earn a corner, and uh, this is the... Uh, I think it's the the first of two that that come off of corners because the second one, no, the second one does not. The third the third goal is scored off a corner as well. Uh, just great ball in by Nadia Avinchenko. Uh Kitty Johnson gets a gets a foot on it. Saved by the keeper who, like for giving up seven goals,
0: was pretty darn good. She
1: was good. I mean, she's like 17 years old. Like she she played well. Like she saved some shots that, you know, like I, I think a lesser keeper would have.
0: Honestly, like tryouts. Tryouts are in February. Please come try out next yeah, year. No, no kidding. Because like, if you're going to grow and become better, like you know, Caroline's going to need a successor at some point. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, so Keeper makes a good save on the uh, on the first on the first shot, but Katie sticks with it and is there for the rebound. Just pokes it home, and 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 maybe that that encapsulates the story of this game. That one goal, a quality ball, uh, a, a quality final ball, uh, in. Uh, you kind of a CFC player is first on it, reacts first, good decent play by the goalkeeper, and CFC player is is like still on it, like uh, beats the Birmingham players like to the punch, and is able to to slot at home.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of that in this game. There was a lot of uh, you know, adults versus kids, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you f- you really felt the experience and the maturity and age. In this, I don't know the age of most of these players, but I would guess a lot of them were in high school and a lot of them were probably freshmen in college. Yeah, something like that. Um, that's certainly what felt right, and that's I heard that from somebody after the game. So, um, yeah, I, I don't take anything away from Birmingham. Like, look, we were in some ways this team last year. Now, I think our team last year beats this team, but it not so convincingly for sure. And you know, I some people might say, "Oh, well, they're kids. Like, be nicer." No. These are athletes. You're semi-professional athletes. I mean,
1: they chose they chose to
0: play in the WPSL. So, like, like they and look, they had the privilege of playing against Chattanooga Football Club, and they were lucky to share the field with with our players, and they were fortunate to do so. And getting um, shit on by the Chattanoogaians and by is a rite uh, of passage. It's a rite of passage, and they are lucky to have been, to have done so.
1: And I, I think honestly, like you know, if they want to grow in their careers, like this is this is something you get to experience that. At that, a lot of people
0: their age will never at the men's and women's amateur level. There is very little of this, and we treat our uh, women's team like they are professionals because to us they are, and or are are certainly of that level and of that caliber. And we are going to make sure that we, uh, no matter what the age of the opponent, uh, within reason, if they're playing in the same league and they're playing whatever else, we are going to make sure they feel the full the full force of the challenge. We made
1: we made fun of a bunch of teenagers from Charlotte last season because they. They were they were bad. And frankly, we went we went a whole lot worse with them um than than we did in this one. Like we don't we're gonna do our thing and we're not gonna be nasty, we're not gonna be mean, but like you're the goalkeeper is getting called a name and it's gonna be funny. And like that's just our brand. Like that's what we Grouchy do.
0: Grouchy Smurf, Tiny Smurf, whatever it is. Yeah, you're wearing
1: blue. You're going to be a Smurf. Like, Blast. That, that's how this
0: works. Baja Blast. Yeah, she got several different names because there were seven goals. All right, let's keep going. On uh, after that little side tangent there, Summer Hernandez. Excuse me. I apologize. Summer Hernandez' second goal, unassisted. Uh, you have written here it's a Bailey Dole cross. Two failed clearances. And uh, summer just takes care of it.
1: Yeah, one girl I think uh, heads it, heads it, kind of is trying to clear it with a header, and and doesn't clear it very far. Another one of her teammates tries to tries to clear it with a foot, and it kind of just goes back a little bit towards the the first girl that cleared it. And summer summers just right there and just gets a little header on it and puts it in the right spot. And sometimes they sneak in two 0
0: Yeah, let's go straight into the um, straight into the third goal. It's summer Hernandez. Again, for the second time in a row, it's a corner and it's a right-footed finish. So she has a header so far, and a right-footed finish, very similar to. So I, uh, our second, our goal against Nashville to tie it up is a, a all the way across right-footed finish, which uh, by St. Louis, which is not that different from at least the play that Katie Johnson. This is a th- uh, the, oh, the Katie yeah, Johnson yeah. puts on target, and then the Summer Hernandez is a closer ball to the front post as opposed to the rear to the um, back post. But it is still a good ball delivered in on a corner that finds a, a, f- a, a foot finish, a, yeah. a foot finish. And she finishes with her right foot near post.
1: Yeah. If you're not going to mark Summer Hernandez on a corner, like you're asking to get scored on and and props to Nadia for placing a, a great ball, a dime. Uh, and, and Summer finishes it and it's three nail. And this is the part where, you know, after we scored the third goal, it really feel like felt like, you know, the kind of the air went out of the building and, and part of that, I think, was we took the air out of the building uh, and just, like, we probed, probed a little bit. Like, you know, uh, there were still some long shots uh, that were taken. Uh, That's how we got the pull thing going. Uh, I thought we also pull. settled. I thought we also settled for, for some shots we probably shouldn't have, uh, especially on rewatch. In the moment, I thought it was awesome. Uh, on rewatch, when I was a little bit more sober, uh, there was definitely some moments where, like, we were, we were not as sharp as I would have liked to have been uh, that's also part of it when you go up three nil and, and you're having fun and, and, and it's your like,
0: second game of the season
1: and the vibes are really good like sometimes you just take some shots uh and look like a couple of them were, were pretty nasty and forced the keeper into making um uh, into making some saves
0: and I have a Doren scored one of them so
1: yeah and in the second half we'll get there so the fourth goal comes in the about the, the 41st ish minute somewhere in there. And it's a really, really nice play from from an academy product.
0: Yeah, talk me through that, Matthew. So
1: Addie Chapman, who is like a 2006, is how I think they refer to academy players. She's she's fairly young. Uh, I guess it was in the in the 43rd minute because I'm looking at it on the screen. Uh, She just, you know, there there's a Birmingham player with the ball, and she tries to play a little square ball to some to one of her teammates. And Addie just steps across her to intercept the pass, then steps back across. Uh, to to get past her on the dribble, and then slides a nice little ball into to the the streaking, uh, Kristen Saint, Saint Louis, and uh, Saint Louis does strikership, bangs the thing into the bottom left corner. It's four 0 It was a really nice capper on um, on the first half to get another goal there after after a, a you know thirty minutes or whatever it was uh, with not a ton of action. And, and a great, great moment for an academy player to get an assist.
0: Shout out to St. Louis for the second game in a row coming down and playing Helga. Um, she play, came down, on I believe, on Wednesday. And she also came down. Uh, yeah, it was definitely on Wednesday. After, Wednesday, the, uh, when, after the men's game? Mm-hmm. Or
1: uh, after the women's game?
0: And nice. she came down on. on I, I, didn't, I didn't know that both uh, both games. So came down and just hung out for a brief moment. Played uh, played Helga for a brief moment. It that's, was that's uh, fantastic. It was and she came all by herself on the on Wednesday. She just like showed up in the middle of the section and I think <laughs> I might have been the only one to recognize her. Um, I mean, like some other people may have recognized her, but they weren't saying anything. Probably to be respectful. I don't know, but it was good. yeah, yeah. It was really good. Very nice. Um, and I love that. It's good vibes. It's good, it's good vibes all around. So that that concludes the first half. We're up 4 nothing. And here's I think something that you said earlier, or I agree with it. You were going towards, which is at, at halftime winning 4-0, we could have very much packed it up and not really stayed sharp enough to score again. Um, we could have easily finished that game 4-0, and when we were up 3-0 for about 10 or 15 minutes and it was only like 3-0, I had the thought in the back of my head like, boy, I hope we can keep keep the gas on because you, you want the players to score more, you want them to have more experience, but also you want to get that goal difference. And it was also explained to me that perhaps goal difference, um, and I explained this to me after the game... Goal difference may not matter after four. She doesn't know. She thinks that um, it, the goal difference may cap at four per game for for competitive standings. I don't know if that's true or not. She that's was she didn't actually know for sure, but I think she said something about that. Maybe that's how it works in college. Or anyway, that she she cast some doubt there into my mind of whether we had to score eleven like um, Charlotte did. But point being is we scored seven, and one of the reasons we scored seven is because we while we may have not been as sharp as you would like us to be in certain in- instances, Matthew, to score fifteen goals, we kept the intensity up. And we took care of business and we scored three more in the second half, starting out with Summer Hernandez. Yeah,
1: so like let's let's point out that and know, we, came we, out we had gone flying. we had gone on on this bit of a you know, kind of a dry spell or whatever in, in the first half, got one more at the end of the first half, and then we came out in the second half and like just immediately
0: went back to work again. The way we came out in the first half. To which be fair.
1: which is really, really good. So
0: yeah, uh, yeah, and that's where I was going with that. I'm just I'm, I'm happy about the mentality. showed so yesterday. Like it,
1: it, it's it's simple things uh, But that that fifth goal comes uh, from Bailey Dole just like stepping up, like the right wing back. And and, and let's be honest here, we were playing. I would say it, it was more akin to, to like a three, one, four, uh, two. like with with your wing backs like push way far forward, truly being attacking midfielders that like were wingers at well, that what point. Did,
0: what did Randy tell us on the podcast? It depends, yeah, yeah. what are what are fullbacks or what are wingbacks rather in a five three two? It depends or a three five two, it depends or a so three five a three three, five, like what are they?
1: So that you know, they've got uh, you know Birmingham, you know
0: three, three, five can't be a thing, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Matt's hard keep going.
1: Just just plays it in and uh Bailey doll just picks the pocket of an unsuspecting defender with with her back to Bailey, uh slides it over to some Hernandez who just puts the ball on her left foot, turns a big curling uh is summer left-footed? No. No, that's a that's a that's a beauty of a shot. And
0: you know what that is? That's a headed goal. A right-footed goal and a left-footed goal. what do we call that?
1: It's a perfect hat trick.
0: It's a perfect hat trick, baby. Uh, not the not to be confused with the John Terry hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> which is an own goal, a, a goal scored and a and red, red card. card, yeah. So, uh I thought she did
1: a uh, uh, it, was, it was it was a sweet finish. It was great play from Bailey to, to set to set the thing up. Uh, and then just a few minutes later, uh, you know, we've got a, kind of an attacking wave here. Uh, ball gets played in, I think, by Anna Lanter, is, is headed out or, or or cleared out again. And Katie Johnson picks up the clearance. Uh, she did a lot of that. settles Yeah, settles it and immediately passes it up to Va- Ava Van Doren, who just like kind of receives the ball really, really well, like setting up her next steps. Takes that dribble on the next step and maybe two dribbles uh, and sees a little gap and just fires the thing into the top corner. Uh, magnificent goal from Ava Van Doren, and it's six uh, 0
0: I love it. I love it. Give me number seven.
1: So number seven comes all the way in like the eighty seventh, eighty eighth minute, something like that. And uh, the, I mean, the play is is for the for the next if if Ava Van Doren's goal came in the in the fifty fifty first, fifty second minute somewhere in there. things are honestly pretty darn quiet. Like we're taking some shots here or there. Keeper makes a save here or there. A lot of subs, a lot of new players, which is really, really nice to see. Um, But not like a, a, you're up seven goals already. Like not, or six goals, not a ton of action, Uh, which I think speaks to, to what I said about, you know, wanting to get a little bit more and like things go, went into a bit of a lull for a while. Uh, But Sage Stanley just picks up a ball on the, uh, on the left side of the field and just dribbles it into the beats her defender, dribbles it into the box, and that defender's still chasing and just brings her down. And it's just one of those penalties, like referee does not want to give that, but like you can't do that. Like, like that oh, like he's did, almost like, like, I'm sorry, but like I I have I have to blow my whistle here. We, I really don't want to.
0: We several times uh did Mercy rule and um mercy call chance during that game. And there were there were a bunch of them, to be fair. Like I think the referee was like not being like I don't know. Not being inappropriate, but definitely like if it was a 50-50 and because we were absolutely murdering them, like he was nice enough to them and the 50-50 calls they got th- they got all of them pretty much. Yeah.
1: And I and, understand- and, there, and there weren't really many of them in general. <laughs>
0: Correct. And I and I'll just I'll also say like it, had we been the team that was down and we had gotten the fi- I would have felt better about us getting the 50-50 calls if we're down. So like I don't have a problem with that. We're absolutely like dominating that game. But that was one of those where the referee kind of like had to uh, it's like one of those things like intervene. Like
1: if he doesn't, if he doesn't call a penalty there, like you've got to wonder if he's got action on the game offshore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, uh, do you want to talk to me about the penalty?
1: Uh, It's a it's a cracker. It is an absolute cracker of a finish. Like, off the post. Like, nobody's saving that. I don't know if John Sean Antoine's saving that. Not a that. chance.
0: Not a, Manuel Neuer isn't saving that. He, <laughs> but she kissed it high and off the inside of the post. Like It's filthy. It is absolutely filthy. Unless the goalkeeper is standing on that side of the goal, they're not getting there. Yeah. It was fantastic and wonderful. And that uh, summed up all seven goals. Um, did Caroline have a save in this game?
1: No. Caroline had one touch in, I, in her 45 minutes of work. Lucy, one
0: touch. I think Lucy had... One ball she scooped up that came um, f- came w- through
1: Lucy. We will put Lucy down for a tackle uh, because it was not like a sweeper keeper clearance. Like it was an actual the, the the Birmingham player was there first. It was a tackle. It was awesome. And it was a great play. It was uh, a great play. No, Caroline. Caroline got a touch. One touch in the first half. Uh, it was about thirty five yards from her goal. Uh, and the
0: sweeper keeper. I don't remember this. To be clear,
1: no, it was just keeping possession. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> that's all it was. Uh, uh, I I think I think it was a Birmingham player that like played it behind, uh, just into space basically, and it was just Caroline that came up to like bump it back to the, uh, to the center back line, and that and that was literally her only involvement of the day.
0: Addie Chapman is an 06. What's who's the other 06?
1: Uh. Brady Livingston, who was, not, who was, he was not in the 20s. Uh, I don't believe Brady was in the twenty. Day.
0: So Brady did not get her debut, but Addie did, which is very, very cool. And an assist. I know we talked about that. So that's, I'm very, very excited about that. Um, also, I
1: think Emma Webster is a uh, is is like an 06 or pretty close to it. I'm going to pull that up actually real quick.
0: Yeah, she's in her – I think she just finished her freshman year.
1: Webster's an 04, my bad.
0: Yeah, O three O four. I think. Yeah. Um, because I or she maybe just finished her sophomore year. Cause I remember doing the doing the research for her initially, um, but she is also pretty young. It was it was wonderful to see all of these players get in and get some minutes. Because to be fair, who the rest of the season, I'm not suggesting Addie Chapman is is or isn't going to play. But as an academy player, it can be sometimes that like in that Nashville game. Um, academy players weren't likely to get any minutes. And we don't know how the rest of the season is going to go and how those minutes are going to go, but it's really cool that game two of the season, they were rewarded. All of these players were rewarded for their um, dedication and their practicing in there and they're showing up already because they were all able to get, I mean, everybody played at least five or ten minutes Um, instead of just, it wasn't like Addie got a two-minute cameo at the end, right? She got... I don't know how many minutes we don't because we didn't keep track of those, but she got a significant enough amount of minutes that she was able to get an assist and and play, yeah, which is just and, really cool. And
1: it wasn't like second half garbage time either. No, like, no, it no. Was no. A, it was a plan. There's the Ava Van Doren goal. Oh, um, that was such a banger. I mean, like she got she got time in the first half too, which was really really nice to see. Um, and and like as as you mentioned, and this is kind of, I think it's one of my one of my my keys or go takeaways, go ahead, go takeaways or whatever. Takeaways. Uh, I'll just do my third one. Like we have a women's match on Friday on the road uh, at Knoxville. We have a men's match on Saturday uh, at Maryland and then a women's match on Sunday in, in the Atlanta
0: area. And you like a dum-dum are gone uh, for a bachelor party. Yeah. I'm
1: going to miss all three of those. But like the point is like, that's, that's a Friday, Sunday swing for the women. Tough one in, in Knoxville, one in Atlanta. And you know, It'll be interesting to see with a with the twenty five or so, whatever it is, players on the roster. It'll be interesting to see how many uh like what if if the game day lineup on those two days is is the same or if it's different. Um mm. uh, and, and like we think eight six five Alliance, the Knoxville team you know, we we know they're fairly similar to the Knoxville Force from last year or Tennessee Force from last year. Yeah, it's the same team.
0: So like, it's gonna be. You know, it that's may gonna not be, be all the same players, but it's the same team.
1: That's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a really good test to see where we are. Obviously, we had one against Nashville. It was a really good test. Yeah. I don't think we truthfully can can learn a lot from Birmingham. Like about where we are. Like we're better than Birmingham. Okay. Like that doesn't tell us like where we are like in relation to a lot of these other teams where we want to be. So and, and I know nothing about the team we're playing on Sunday. The the Atlanta fire georgia fire whatever they are team so it's a good opportunity uh if you think about it eight game regular season we have played a quarter of the regular season so far we will have we will play a quarter of the regular season in one weekend which will put us halfway through the season um and we've I'm, i won't belabor the point about how it's too short um but like a lot a lot's about to happen now and so like the depth from uh, from from an 06 like Chapman or, or from an 04 like Webster, like this is important. Uh, and I will also mention, we've still got a couple players we haven't seen yet that are just arriving into um, into the fold, including this weekend uh, in Serena Lewis, Victoria Grant, and and, and Grace Parker Roberts, um, who I assume we will see starting uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so there's still a lot. There's still a lot going on here. Uh, and it'll be really important to, uh it'll be real important for that depth to matter.
0: Interesting, we didn't see Grace. That will be um, that'll be interesting because we, we both you and I think she could be a starter. We're not sure. We could be a starter and could shake things up potentially. Uh, and she's been here a week, so I would have kind of expected to see her. But I did ask her when I saw her. Um, I did not see her at this game. I saw her previously at the um, after the after the men's game.
1: Maybe after the men's game. Yeah,
0: after the men's game on Wednesday with Caroline. Yeah, that's correct. And. Um, I asked her if she was, you know, fully practicing with whatever, with injury or whatever, and I think she said yes. I what I think. She did say yes. Um, so, interesting. Uh, I have no, I'm not making judgments off of that, just interested. I didn't think about having not seen her until you just mentioned that. Yeah,
1: so my first, my first point or, or key takeaway here, the three goals in 14 minutes was really important. Uh, and I mentioned this before, but I want to say it again. Like, when you play against a bad team, you have to put the bad team away. You don't give them hope. You don't give them life. You do your job. And it's not necessarily even for the team result, which was probably coming no matter what, whether we scored three in the first 14 or not. But you do it because you need uh, the, we just talked about how depth matters, right? You need to allow those younger players that need a little bit of experience, that need to get their first one at Finley Stadium out of the way. You want to make sure those players get an opportunity. In a game like this, where the results not in question, so that if they are called upon later in the season in a game they are actually needed in, that they've got their first one out of the way, they're 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 they've been on the field, they know it's expected, they've had some feedback been be able to be given to them by this point in time, and and their nerves are settled, uh, and so it was really nice to see the the starting group. Uh, get out in front and just get the job done, and and set up all the rotation and set up all the other things. Really nice to see Saint Louis get another goal. Obviously, Summer get on the score sheet again for CFC Women. Um,
0: With a perfect hat trick. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, like also like, nice to see our our other. Uh, if you think about like our four having really four forwards, you know Hernandez, Vendora, and Saint Louis, and Kelly Burrell. This is the game where. Our actual two starting forwards, at least the first two games, how now both gotten on the score sheet? Like that's also well, something it, you like to
0: see. I think it's easy to look at Katie have, Johnson as well getting on the score sheet. You have two games so far, and all four of our forwards have scored. Yeah, in the two games, it's good stuff. It's Plus very, other players, it, it, it's
1: very good stuff. Uh, and and my last point, and I think I actually mentioned it earlier, is you can't you can't learn a lot from this game. You really can't. Like Birmingham, and and with with no disrespect to them, but they're just they're not at a level that you can truly learn much about yourself and like what your team can do. What you can learn is the mentality of your team. And I thought that was really, really good from us that we went out there. We were professional about what was in front of us, that we, that we took care of business. We didn't screw around and we got the job done. And uh, I think that's going to bode well going forward. Um, And and it is at least for, for, for this one
0: game. That's what you want to see from your group i i agree um so first <clears throat> damn allergies uh i hate double headers but if we're gonna win seven nothing matthew i'm fucking in <laughs> like let's go i will uh i will sign up for that every single time although and i'm not as tired as i was last year i was smarter and the weather was a little bit nicer yeah
1: weather was not nicer and i think everyone was was prepared this
0: time and Yeah, yeah, but could, I mean, I was laying on the grass leading up to that game, just making sure I was getting as rested as possible. But uh, again, if we can guarantee uh, wins of five or more goals for the women, we can just schedule the powder puffs on double double header game days. I'm fucking in. Number two, I said this already, but adults versus kids, the experience was palpable. That's good shit um, because it came through exactly how it should have. There was no letting us down on that one uh, and letting, letting themselves down on that one. Uh, last year's team would have won, I believe, as I said earlier, but I don't think we would have – I don't think. I. I really believe we wouldn't have dominated like that, and it was good to see us maintain the level because we saw the level that we played against Nashville against the best team, and we maintained not the exact same performance but a good enough performance to feel good about it Uh, against Birmingham who's kind of the bottom of the table so we've seen the top of the table we've seen the bottom of the table essentially and now you know we've seen that probably our place in there is closer to the top than it is the bottom um hopefully it's only two games but I am making some bold statements there (laughs) um number three as you said it's very very similar to what you said this was a great team building game um 7-0 7-0 is a great mentality versus 3-1, and there's a there's a world in which you just start lollygagging around because the other team isn't that good, and so you don't take it seriously, and you let a sneaky one get in, and it's 3-1, and finishing this game 3-1 would have been a hell of a disappointment, and finishing 7, nothing felt good, um, and I I want to see that mentality, I like that mentality, I like that maturity, I know both two of mine were about maturity, but uh, and I will add on to that something that you said here as well that I agree, agree with 100% we're going to need a lot of depth for this weekend and this was incredibly important to get those players in and get them to have their chance playing um all of these players made their debut either last game or this game so everybody that was on the roster for this game got to play and they're not going to get their first minutes against Atlanta, Oregon, Knoxville. Somebody may but of the players that got minutes most of them at least got that you know they they got that first taste of the game. They got the first taste of the WPSL level and they got to play in front of fans and, and get some of those jitters out. So very, very good, very good coaching from Randy, unsurprisingly, um, and very good, uh, play unsurprisingly from, from our team that we saw last week is, um, a lot, lot, lot better than last year. So very happy about all of that. Can't wait for this weekend. Um, if you're thinking about going this weekend, y'all pull the trigger, do it, get on, um, get on wherever you want to go, uh, pick Nashville, pick Atlanta, I'm sorry, pick Knoxville, pick Atlanta, or pick two of them, pick both of them, because the option to go to both of those games that's in driving distance is phenomenal. It's going to be a blast. If you did Tuscaloosa um, for the men, or if you did, um, if you're planning on doing Savannah or or Orlando for the men, like, think about doing one of these for the women, because it's fucking awesome. We're going to take over those stadiums. It's going to be like the old MPSL where they do not know what is coming. They are confused. And man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
1: So something interesting to, to watch is yeah I
0: saw you googling furiously over there. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, so I I, I just wanted to look at uh because there are like nine teams in the, in the conference because not everyone plays everybody and because things are just a, a little bit like lopsided or whatever. I I wanted to get an idea for what uh what a six five alliance and and what Atlanta Fire um had had done results wise before before we play them this weekend. And it turns out neither of them actually have played a match yet.
0: Yeah. We're the first of both of theirs. We're
1: the first for both of them. Uh,
0: by the way, that's good for us.
1: Atlanta fire was supposed to play, uh, against soda city, um, on, I think Sunday, the 21st. And that game was postponed for like rain conditions or whatever. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to play, to play against a team that hasn't played anyone yet. Uh, after we've already played two games, I hope that bodes well for us. Um, We'll just have to see. And I just thought it was interesting.
0: I definitely think that's interesting. I think that actually bodes well for us scheduling-wise. I've complained on this podcast about how bad the scheduling is. But for playing somebody in their very first game of the season, that's good because we have some experience coming in It's a slight advantage for us. <clears throat> I will also point out really quickly, and I won't dwell on this, uh, two players have left the team. Uh, we are down two from our original 29. We were at 27. Um, so but I don't, 27 to 25. Sorry, 27 to 25. Excuse me. I apologize. Um, I want to... I just, all I want to say about that is I don't want to worry about who's not here. I want to worry about who's here and who's committed to the cause. So, thank you for your one game of service, some of you. And thanks for nothing for leaving. I hope it's not, I mean, I'm assuming that like it's a, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say thanks for nothing. I wish you would be commi- able to be committed to the cause. Hopefully, there's no personal things that are going on. But from my understanding, there's no like emergency leaving. There was a choice that some players made to leave. So, um, Anyway, that's this a, is
1: also one of the reasons why you, you build a big, bigger, bigger roster right. for summer amateur, like things happen.
0: So it look, if I'm wrong and there's some like big personal thing then I take that back, but if you just decided to commit your summer to Chattanooga football club and then you said, nah, just kidding, not worth it. That's your fault. That's your loss. Joke's on you. Thanks for nothing. Um, yeah. So anyway, I'm very happy with the group we have here. I'm really excited for the next two games and Matthew, I think, um, come middle of next week, we're really going to know where we stand. Uh, we've seen the top of the division theoretically. We haven't seen Charlotte, but we've seen Nashville. We've seen the bottom in in Birmingham, and I don't know where Atlanta is supposed to fall. But Knoxville should be somewhere in the top middle of that based on last year. So if we can get you know six points as a as an example, or or th- three and one. Depending on how things go, we'll we'll have a much better, or I mean, you know, things could also go sideways, I guess, but we'll have a much better idea of where we stand after these two games. So, anything left that we need to go over and talk about before we uh, let the listeners go?
1: No, I I just want to say like, there's a road game in Knoxville, there's a road game in uh, wherever Pinecrest Academy is in the Atlanta area. Those are close. Those are closer than the nearest men's. Uh, away games this year. Yep, this is one of the reasons why why it's women- closer
0: than the airport to go to the men's games.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's um uh, one of the reasons why like women's football is is so fun and exciting as a supporter is because the games are close and because you can be there on the road with like seven parents and then a bunch of hooligans. Like it it is it is absolutely one of the best experiences to have as a supporter. And I'm I'm a little bummed. I'm going to be missing all three games uh, this weekend. Uh, at at this bachelor party, and uh, that's going to make my job when I get back into town incredibly difficult to catch up uh, for these game caps. Yes, but we'll we'll find a way.
0: It's it's going to be, and we'll see if there are streams and all the other things. But... Yeah,
1: that's the thing. Like, I, I I we can't guarantee that I will see these games. Because the only way you can guarantee
0: to watch the games is if you're there. And by the way, that's the same in Nisa we found out last weekend. Yeah. Listeners, viewers, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast app and you would give us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we would love it if you left us a comment. Thank you for watching. Catch up with you next week. Peace.